Thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Ken Cairns, a weekly sports card podcast with lessons he's learned in the hobby and life lessons he's learned along the way. So sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded is the cards. You are now on with Ken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with me, your host, Ken. I'm a retired teacher documenting my hobby journey here on the pod, finding teachable moments to share with all of you along the way. Don't forget to hit me up on social media, on Instagram, at sportscard underscore lessons. Hit that follow button. And you can also find me on YouTube by searching Sports Card Lessons. If you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Welcome, everybody. How is everybody doing? Uh, just back from vacation. Uh, I needed a vacation after National. That was a long week. And and, and uh, I came back and I said, wow, I, I could really use this vacation. And now that I came back from vacation, I think I need a vacation from my vacation. Uh, if I could give you one piece of advice, if you're traveling, don't fly. Do not fly. Um, I will not get into it, but just an absolute nightmare of, of canceled flights, you know, trips that are supposed to take five, six hours, taking 12 and 14 hours because of canceled flights, rerouting to two other destinations, uh, busing between one airport and another airport, losing luggage. It was, it's just a nightmare. Like literally, was thinking about taking a trip this fall and uh, probably going to be driving. I don't, I don't know if I could go to another airport right now after all the airports I've been in the last, in the last six or seven days, you know, between going out to Winnipeg and flying home from Winnipeg. Um, but I'm back. Uh, now I'm looking, looking for another vacation. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, I'm back. We're back into the cards. You know, I, I never really got away from the cards. You know, I talked about going out to Winnipeg. Um, there was actually four card shops out there. And uh, and, I, and I'll get into it because I definitely visited all four. And it was it was quite a different experience than, uh, you know, what we have around here. Um, but here's a fun fact. Um, so I was out there. It was August 6th on a Saturday. And uh, Tops declared August 6th, International Trading Card Day. Uh, and, and that was the day I chose to go around to all the shops. And two of the shops were handing out, were, were giving out giveaways and, and making kind of a big deal about uh, this International Trading Card Day. And we'll get into that just a little bit. Um, well, like I said, off national, just really, you know, I'm not going to say decompressing. Um, if I could do that once a month, I probably could because I just felt that, you know, that is, that's where you need to be. That's where you want to be from someone who sets up at shows. That's the traffic you want to see. You never want to go to a show uh, and be waiting for people to come up to your table. Um, I know early on my earlier shows that at the last shows I was doing in New Jersey uh, when we were just set up and next thing you know, like, 
your legs are hurting, your feet are hurting, and it's three o'clock in the afternoon and you don't know where the day went. Those are the type of shows I like to do. The shows where you're waiting for people to come up and, and they're, they're slow, slow moving shows, uh, just makes for a long day. Uh, and, and sometimes I think, you know, bad decisions too. Um, I always say if you go to uh, if you go to a slow show, you can get a great deal because people people there, you know, they're expecting to make money. And when the shows are that slow at towards the end of the day, they're just selling things they're making, you know, just try to make some money, put some money in their pocket. And sometimes they're selling cars for what they they bought into them for. Um, but a show like National, that that just wasn't like that. You know, um, people talked about cards being over comps all the time like everybody oh all these cards are over comps but you know again comps are what you make you know and if you're if you if you're the one that buys the card for under comps then you're lowering the comp and if you're the one that buys the card for over comps then then you're creating the comp and sometimes it's not so bad i mean if there's a card you really want um why wouldn't you be willing to pay the comps if it's a card that you're going to buy and put into your PC? Why, why wouldn't you, you know, a lot of times I always like when I used to bid on eBay, I'd say, well, this card I really want, and I know it should sell for X amount of money, but I hate when I put that in and then I get beat out by a dollar or $2. So what do I do? Do I go $10 over $20 over $50 over to try to try to, you know, hope so I could get it. And, and, and we do that. I do that. I know a lot of other people do that and that should be the same as going to a show. I mean, if you really want a card, you should be, you know, willing to, you know, to pay for it. Uh, especially if it's going to your PC, if you're buying a card to flip it, if you're a dealer going to another dealer, I could see you, you want to buy under comps because you want to take it back to your table and sell it at comps. But if you're buying this show to take home, buying this card, you know, from a show to take home, I mean, you shouldn't be afraid to be to to pay over comps because, you know, like like everything else, they just gain value, especially now that the market has recorrected and comps are 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 down on cards. Even if you go over a little over comps, it's like the stock market. I mean, these stocks have dropped. You don't think they're ever coming back? Of course they are. Of course they are. People are buying them, at, you know. But now now. It, it, when the stock market starts to rebound, people are still going to be buying into whatever the actual price of these stocks are. And it's going to be the same for the cards. So four card shops in Winnipeg, um, two and two, I want to say the first two cards I went to, they were all, they were almost identically the same setups. Uh, and the second two I went to were all the almost identical setups. So, um, let's, let's get into it. So the first first card shop, uh, lower level sports. Uh, Mike is the owner. Uh, he's been in business a little over ten years. It's a small shop. It had a whole separate room. Probably had over five hundred boxes of singles. Uh, and, and basically, he just he puts it out there and says, "If you're looking for a card, let me know because I probably have it." Um, one thing I'm going to start right up front is it was quite different than than going to a uh, you know, your local card shop around here, because around here, I mean, I think the majority is football, right? And there's a lot of other things, but I think football really commands, uh, most of the hobby shops. Now up there, it was all hockey, all their cases were, it was all hockey, very little football. In fact, the first two, uh, shops I went to, um, the only football they had were like 
Don Russ singles. You know, they weren't even, you know, just just those regular, you know, Don Russ cards you get, the the rated rookie cards, just like that. I mean, that that's all they had for singles in football and everything else was hockey. And and even in even in the boxes uh uh that Mike had there, he, the football he had said was more vintage football, would have been, you know, like the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. Um, nothing really, you know, current on the football. Uh, he had a lot of wax, you know, wax seems to be the thing that everybody loves. Um, he had a lot of wax there. Um, it was all retail wax though. He didn't have, uh, you know, like any hobby boxes, uh, from Panini or anything like that. Everything he had, there was all retail wax. It looks like it all came from Walmart or wherever. Uh, and he's a cash only business. Um, just cash. That's it. You come in, you want something, it's cash only. Uh, no social media. Um, and in fact, I'm just going to, I'm just going to hold up his, his, uh, if you're on YouTube, you'll see it. He didn't even have a business card and I, and I have a little, I have some notes on here, but, but I'm just going to hold this up so you can see it. Um, so it's really just a piece of paper. Uh, it's got the name on top because their store hours, their phone number, email, and a website. Um, but here's the funny thing. He didn't have a computer in the store. He said, I have my computer at home, you know, and I check it a couple of times a week. So they weren't very big uh, for, for, for social media. Um, it says on here, need certain cards, fill out a want list, and I'll attempt to find the cards you're looking for. And, and next to this, there was a little sheet of paper that said, if you had a want list, just to fill it in or take it with you and drop it back off. And he would look for it. Uh, really nice guy. It was a small, very small um very small store. Uh, and he just seemed happy. He just seemed happy being there. We had great conversation and probably talked for 15 or 20 minutes. And I was just surprised that, and he said, no, people really don't come in here looking for football. It's just all hockey. It's what we do. Um, number two was sports card connection. And Mike was the owner. He's been in business over 25 years. And again, lots and lots of singles. Uh, mostly all hockey. He had a couple of slabs uh, in there, but they were, um, and that was another thing, like almost zero graded cards in any of these stores. Um, the first the, the first shop had zero graded cards. Uh, and here, Mike had some um, graded vintage hockey, like going back to the 70s, that type of thing. Not, not very expensive at all. You know, low end, but... Yeah, it was just it was all hockey, very little football in there. But he had the he had wax, and that's the the, the what they offer in the football is in the wax. Um, but it's I think the wax to them is so expensive. Um, and I will tell you why I was there. We had to go to Walmart. And in fact, it's very funny for a city as you know. I, mean, I know there's a million people. You know the the city, the population is a million people. Uh, Thirty minutes, you can get to anywhere in Winnipeg. And there's 11 Walmarts. <laughs> it's just it's unbelievable, 11 Walmarts. And I, we went to three of them while we were there um, for different things and picking up different people or visiting different people. And each time we went there, I, you know, of course, I went to the uh, to where the cards were. And the cards were all in the in the in the, in the, the toy section where the cards and it was all hockey. There was zero did not find one or see one box of football. Uh, and I asked a few people and they said, no, they don't carry it. Nobody buys it. It would just sit on the shelf. 
So they, they, there were, there were zero football uh, in any of those WalMarts there, but it was a lot of hockey, a lot of, a lot of hockey like blasters, but their blasters, their hockey blasters are like, I know it's, it's a, it's Canadian versus us, but they're still 65, $69, which ends up being around $50 for, for, or, or like $49 or $52 for a blaster, which I don't know. I, I just think it is, is way too much to, to, to pay for a hockey blaster. Um, so I did not indulge, uh, in that, uh, but, uh, lots of wax cash only, no social media, email, email address only. Uh, and I did not see a computer in the store. I did not ask them about a computer, but, uh, each of them, I asked, you know, like, let's get connected, you know, I'll follow you on. No, no, we've got nothing. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, the third store, Super Superstars Sports. Um, Al's been the owner for Superstar Sports for 26 years. Um, he just passed the reins over to his son. And this was a nice shop. Um, after going to the first two shops that were kind of, when you went to them, you kind of went down. They were like lower levels. Uh, and they were very small. Uh, you know, not much light in there. Um, so this one was, it was, it was, you know, it was, a uh, like, like a regular card shop you would go into just in a little strip mall, um, walked in, it was beautiful inside there. It was bright. They had beautiful cases, uh, set up, uh, a lot, a lot of wax, uh, and in customers too, there were customers coming in and out, uh, social media. They're only on Twitter and eBay. That was it. That's all they had. Um, and, uh, you know, I talked, I talked for a while with Mike cause I was surprised here. Cause when I went in here, he had some hobby boxes, uh, of football and he was in the process of telling me is like, and, and it's funny because I know people here that have card shops here and they talk about through the distributors, you have to buy a lot of crap in, in other words, to get what you want. And that's the way the distribution is set up. So if you want some, uh, if you want the good stuff, you've got to fill your, you have to buy a lot of the lower end stuff to get the good stuff. And he was basically saying the same thing. He said, you know, I have to buy these overpriced football hobby boxes. Cause I looked up and I said, Oh, wow, you have football. He's like, I have them because I have to have them. If I want to buy the, the hockey hobby boxes, I have to buy all these football. That's what they're up there. He said, they're overpriced. He says, I, I hardly move any of them. Uh, and as we were talking, somebody came into the store and said they were interested in buying a, buying a, a football hobby box and was asking him which one he kind of threw his arms up. He says, I, I really don't know. He says, nobody really buys these things. We never really open them. He's the last person I was talking to said, you know, if somebody asks, you should just go, you know, watch the breaks on, on, um, YouTube, you know, see what, what kind of cards come out. So I started talking to him and I was looking at what the options were up there. And I said, if I was going to choose, because they were really not, not high end, you know, they really weren't that high end. But if I was going to choose, I probably would have chose the certified box. I said, but that's me. I said, I've opened them before. And I know, you know, what you can get out of there is a little bit better than those other ones. Um, because I've seen on some of them where they're, they're saying you get five autographs, one on card, but four are usually you know, not very good in other boxes. So, you know, that's why, you know, I said, I, I think the certified may be good. And he's like, all right, I'll take that. And then he rang them out and brace yourself. The price of this box was $1,200. 
And I was almost feeling bad. I'm like, hey, do you really want to spend $1,200 on? I mean, if I was going to pick a box, I would. But if you told me that was the price, I, I, I would put the, I'd hand the box right back. I mean, in US, I know that's 1200 Canadian, but in US, it's $941.80, $941.80. And after they added all their taxes on there, it was over $1,000. It was like $1,020 something dollars. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, it was, uh, there was another, the 1200 at another, it was almost $1,300 with all the taxes on there. Um, which when I was figuring out that that box for me would have been over a thousand dollars when I calculated it out quick on my phone, I said, that is unbelievable. Um, he says, that's why we really don't sell them. He says, I put them up here and I hope, and you know, he says, my son has uh, talks to somebody in the States and they try to, you know, that really wants these to buy them off them, but we're paying too much to begin with. So it makes no, like if we're, if we're going to sell them to him, we're losing money of what they're going to pay. Um, yikes on that. I, I, I wish, I wish the customer luck. I said, I, I was hoping he was going to open it in the store, but, um, that that was not happening. He was taking it with him, uh, and he was the first one that uh, that that announced that it was the uh, they were given the tops giveaway for the International Trading Card Day, uh, and they had packs of uh, packs of cards. There was uh, there was soccer and baseball and something else. There were you know just giveaway packs. So you know here take a pack. Okay, thanks thanks for stopping in type of thing. Um, so yeah, so that was. That, that that was it. it was a nice guy really nice guy looking forward to his retirement looking forward to his son taking over um and that was that so number four my last one was the one i liked the most uh can central sports card and memorabilia two partners um own the store um now the, this store had been in business 25 years and they just bought the business within the last i think it was a year and a half he said it was less than two years. I think it was about a year and a half ago. They bought the store. They revamped the store. Um, I talked with Trevor. He was one of the owners. Um, he, he was the only one that I spoke to in all four stores, including customers that may have come in. That was at National. Uh, he was there with his partner. And, you know, when when I asked him about National, you know, he jumped right up. He's like, oh, man, he came right out from behind the, the counter. And we started talking, talking, where'd you stay? What'd you think? How'd you like it? Um, so he was pretty excited. You know, he's a younger guy, definitely um, more probably the face of a future hobby. Uh, and they were doing it right. They had a lot of people in the store. They had a lot of slabbed hockey, um, higher end. You know, and to me, I just found the price to be very expensive and it's hard to figure out comps because once you figure out a comp on a card, now you have to do a, a, a conversion and they're so quick to say, oh yeah, you know, you're buying the, this is a thousand. Oh, that's like 700 for you, you know, but because you never really know until you get the charge on your credit card. Right. So, um, but as I was calculating, I'm like, no, I think it's a little bit more than 700, you know, it's a dollar. We were getting a dollar. So for every us dollar i gave them i would get back a dollar 30 so i was getting 30 cents on the dollar um but definitely the 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 biggest the biggest store by far the brightest store it was he was in a great location and i said wow this is a really nice location nice store and he said yeah we've out we're you know this store probably 
had been outgrown even when we got it and we had been looking for over a year we finally found the place we're in the process of signing a new lease on a place that was four times the size so he had you know just just great ideas of things he wanted to do. They wanted to open up the store a little more. Um, they sold a lot of wax, um, none of the high-end hobby boxes, but they sold a lot of single packs. Like they're, they had a whole counter just set up with just packs and you know regular packs, not boxes, but just packs. Um, they had more uh, uh, baseball and hockey um blasters and mega boxes and things like that and just a ton of hockey stuff uh their hockey cards um but they did he did have a little section of football um here and there it was you know it's not like he walked in there and you would see like a like a patrick mahomes or a mac jones or anything like that it was like it was like a russell wilson rookie slabbed card that type of thing so again there's really not a lot of interest in these stores and i know i know online i mean on on instagram there are a lot of people from canada that that i talk with that i i make purchases from um football cards so i know they're getting them from somewhere and i think a lot of them are in breaks too they probably win the win 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 these cards and breaks too because i would have to think before i would buy spend 12 or 1300 dollars on a on a box of certified i would buy into a, like a national treasure break or something like that i mean it has to be the equivalent um but that's just me uh, he had a good crowd giveaways. The, uh, the tops giveaways gave a couple cards out, uh, you know, a couple packs of cards. Uh, we talked for a while. He has a website and an email. So here's the most interesting thing of all, all four shops, not one had Instagram, not one, no Instagram at all. And, and, you know, you want to say, Hey, you know, I have a podcast. I'll shout you out this and that. And they're like, yeah, a pod. What? No, no. You know, it was only the last one, only the last store, Trevor, like, you know, he was, he was up, he knew what breaks were, he knew what the podcasts were, he was, you know, familiar with a lot of the YouTube channels and what's going on, he follows it a lot, uh, but no Instagram, he did, did not feel the need uh, to, to be on Instagram, um, and uh, there was a, there was a few younger people in there in the store, and when I said, I can't believe nobody's on Instagram, and he looked over to one of those employees that worked there, and the kid looked like he was maybe, you know, 19, 20, 21. He's like, yeah, no, nobody does Instagram. And I'm like, oh, it's just really strange. It's like, like in this hobby, I, I just felt like that, you know, is really the way hobby people are communicating. Uh, and you're following and, and, you, and you just see a lot going on. But, you know, I guess you get to another country and it's, it's it becomes a little different. So even though I shared my pickups from national and i was only home a few days like literally sunday to tuesday before i left uh i still always end up to make a deal i still had a pickup i have a pickup to share with you uh, so bef tuesday before my trip i wanted to run down to um i had some time i wanted to run down to a card shop and um I got there and did not realize that they'd been closing early that day. Sign on the door, closing early. Sorry, see you tomorrow. Um, and I'd gotten out of the car. I walked up to the door. I'm like, darn. I'm like, all right, well, this will have to wait till I get back. And as I turned to walk, um, there was another guy behind me. He says, are they closed? And I said, yep. And they said, they closed early today. He goes, oh, crap. He goes, I just drove all the way up here. He goes, I was hoping they were going to, they would be interested in buying a card. 
And I said, oh, really? I said, what were you selling? What kind of card? And he was a little hesitant at first. And then he's like, you know, he was talking a little bit. He's like, yeah, I won this card in a break. I was hoping. And I go, a nice card? You know, he said, well, it was a national treasures. And I'm like, oh, really? And he says, yeah, yeah, it was a Mac Jones. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> Tell me more. Um, so we chatted a bit and he pulled the card out. And we looked up comps and we looked what the comp was. And I said, you know, I... I Grab some cash before I came down here. I was hoping to buy up something. I said, I don't have comps on it. You know, I, this is what I could give you for it. And which was a few hundred under comps. And he kind of struggled a little. And he said, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And I said, okay. And I checked the uh, the condition of the car. It looked nice. So so I made the deal. So uh, I ended up picking up uh, to National Treasures, Mac Jones, three-color patch, 62 of 99 with an auto. And I'm going to hold that up for you there. Here on YouTube, beautiful car. You know, it's not an over-the-top price National Treasures card, but it's definitely a nice card. And uh, uh, probably this will probably move very quickly at uh, East Coast National, which will be coming up soon. So I was kind of excited about that. Uh, also, before I left, we talked about, um, you know, when I was at National and I went to Panini and I had the two redemptions and they upgraded my card. And then when I'd gotten home, I had an email saying that they'd already shipped the card, a uh, replacement card for the Rashad Bateman. Um, so I told you, stay tuned on that. So when I did get home from uh, from Winnipeg and with all my mail, uh, I did have the Rashad Bateman replacement card, but it really wasn't a replacement card. So the funny thing on this card was, you know, probably... Uh, I want to say maybe two months ago, uh, it was definitely in the spring. So, you know, maybe like May, I'm going to say May, I'll, I'll pull out May, uh, that I went and I looked and, and I looked what the card was and I looked online and people were selling this card. What I was, the redemption I was waiting for that said never shipped. People were online selling this card and I realized how ridiculously cheap this card was. So when it came up and it said, you can get something, you know, it, your, your 120 days had passed, you know, what do you want to do? I said, well, just send me a replacement. Cause I mean, this card was worth, was basically worth very little. Um, so when I'd gone out to national and I was glad that they upgraded me and gave me a great card, um, that I'm excited about, I'm excited to put that up for sale. Uh, but this card showed up in the mail. It's probably something that Panini should have sent to me months and months ago that they already had uh, because other people have had it. And I don't know how they just missed me. I guess maybe, maybe you need to call them up or do something. But I ended up getting this card in the mail. So this is it here. It's the Rashad Bateman Rookie Premier. It's the Quad Patch Auto, numbered to 75. Uh, it's a great looking card. I mean, I, I know there's not much value on it, but it's just very interesting that they upgraded my, my redemption at national and sent me this card. So I guess it was just one of those things that the, uh, you know, timing was everything on that. I wish it was a better card. I wish it was something nicer, but, uh, you know, we'll take it and we'll see what we get for it. So lastly, uh, not least. If anyone who went to National and was lucky enough to get the Fanatics Zero Cool Stranger Things for the promo pack of cards, um, you know, when you showed up there on four days, they had you would go go get in line and they would give you these uh, 
but actually for the for the uh zero cool there was i think there was they only gave out like 50 a day but they gave you these um and i'll hold this up they give you these tickets if you're the first whatever online they give you these tickets um and then when they opened it up you stand there until i think it was 11 or 12 o'clock or whatever then they let you go up and go to a vending machine scan your ticket and you know pick pick what you wanted there was uh clerks three there was dune um and there was stranger things four with these promo packs um so i was lucky enough to get well i i, I got a few of them <laughs> so i didn't get them at national but i've been buying them since i've been home and this is kind of what they look like the uh the stranger things for but if anybody's um pick these up while you're at national and you're listening and you want to sell the packs or you want to sell the singles the packs only come with two cards each in them um it's something that i just started um kind of low-key collecting just just picking up um and uh i've noticed that the prices on them are just are continuing to rise on it so look if anybody's got one they're looking to move it hit me up on uh, instagram i'd be happy to talk to you about uh purchasing uh next week next week i'm going to plan a monday episode it'll be episode 25 so i'll be kind of excited about that uh and we're gonna have a friday episode so it'll be two episodes next week i'm gonna do a monday and the friday friday i'm hoping to have a guest on and uh, we'll talk about that a little more on uh, on Monday. I'll know for sure on Monday if we're doing a guest for Friday. Um, so Monday episode. Uh, shows coming up right now. Uh, East Coast Nationals, August 26th, 27th, 28th. It's at Rockland Community College Fieldhouse. It's in Suffern, New York. Uh, and that's 500 tables uh sports card and memorabilia show 500 tables that that's huge that's huge that that's these are the shows i want to do i'm happy to have a table at this i have a permanent table at this 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 uh this show uh myself and my good friend rob sports card therapist um we've got a couple tables there and uh looking forward to that one that's going to be my next show i know there's a show this weekend uh in new york city the big apple Laz has got a big apple show um i've been uh i've been away from home been away from the family uh the last couple weekends uh and um we're all going to do something together so i will not be doing that show this weekend we're uh we're going to find some time to hang out and and go do some fun things so uh, i will not be there uh but i will be taping a monday episode and uh i'll have that for you monday morning I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. And until next time, be good to yourselves and everyone around you. 